This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Today is Sunday, April 12th, 2020. On this day in 1982, three television engineers were fatally shot as they left their offices at CBS. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the deaths of Leo Kuranuki, Robert Schultz, and Edward Benford, three engineering technicians with the CBS network in New York City. They were shot after they accidentally interrupted a kidnapping in progress. Let's go back to a pier in Manhattan at 6.15 p.m. on April 12, 1982. Fifty-four-year-old Leo Kuranuki hurried to keep up with his friends, 58-year-old Robert Schultz and 55-year-old Edward Benford. The spring air was brisk, especially now as the sun was setting. Leo hugged his arms against his chest, watching his breath form little clouds in front of him. Although the weather was cold, he exchanged warm banter with Robert and Edward. They'd all worked together for years. Theirs was a friendly workplace, made slightly less so by the tense walk to their cars every night. The company's parking lot was right on the roof of Pier 92. It was poorly lit and often deserted. The facility felt like the perfect location for a mugging. Not that Leo had ever been accosted, and he'd never heard about his coworkers getting into trouble at the pier, at least not before that night. He said goodnight to Robert and Edward and split from the group to head towards his car. But before he could unlock the front door, he heard a faint scuffle. Grunts, feet scrabbling against the ground, a blow, a gasp. Someone was in trouble. Leo scanned the parking lot and saw a commotion next to a parked van. He walked over to see what was going on. He found a woman and a man fighting. The man had his fists clenched on the woman's shoulders while she struggled to get away. Then, with the sound of a soft pop, she went limp. The man grabbed her slack body and tried to wrestle it into his car. Leo walked closer and asked, what's going on? The man lifted his chin and met Leo's eyes. With a twisted sneer, the man said, You didn't see nothing, did you? And that's when Leo saw the flash of metal. The man had a gun. Before Leo could react, he leveled the weapon. The last thing Leo saw was the dark shadow of a barrel aimed right between his eyes. Up next, we'll explore the embezzlement scam and the kidnapping that led to the deaths of Leo, Edward, and Robert. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. 
You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Now back to the story. On the evening of April 12, 1982, three CBS television technicians interrupted a kidnapping in progress. They were there by chance. They'd just left work and were in the employee parking lot on the roof of Pier 92 in Manhattan. It was an unfortunate case of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. The most tragic element of the killings was how preventable they were. In an interview with the New York Times, several CBS employees expressed safety concerns about the parking lot. There were no on-site employees or guards, and many people felt unprotected in the pierfront parking complex. Some had expressed concerns about muggings, but Leo, Robert, and Edward weren't killed for their valuables. They'd stumbled on a professional hit. Career killer Donald Nash had been hired to murder a comptroller from Candor Diamond Company named Margaret Barbera. When Margaret and a co-worker named Jenny Sue Chin uncovered evidence that their boss was embezzling money, they'd agreed to testify in a federal investigation. Instead, months before they could share what they knew, their employer put a hit on them. Jenny disappeared without a trace on January 5th. Police found blood in her car, but no body. Three months later, Donald tried to abduct Margaret when she was on her way to her parked car at the Pier 92 parking lot. Leo, Robert, and Edward walked into the crime scene just as Donald began struggling with Margaret. Leo tried to intervene, but he was no match for the professional killer. Donald immediately shot Leo Kuranuki. Robert Schultz and Edward Benford fled, but Donald chased them across the roof. Unfortunately, Robert and Edward ran away from the parking lot's entrance, and Nash cornered them and killed them both. With the witnesses taken care of, Donald loaded Margaret into his car, sped out of the garage, and disappeared. Her body was discovered the next morning, about three miles from Pier 92. But the assassin hadn't killed all the witnesses. While Donald was distracted by Leo, Edward, and Robert, another CBS employee, Angelo Sicca, saw the entire encounter. He hid under his car and managed to survive the killing spree undetected. As soon as the assassin fled the scene of the crime, Sika drove to the nearest phone and called 911. He reported what he'd seen to the police, helping investigators identify Donald Nash as the culprit. On May 24, 1983, Donald was convicted of four counts of murder and one of conspiracy to commit murder. He was sentenced to 28 years in prison. Later, it was upped to 100 years. The ruling was bittersweet for the friends and family of Leo Kuranuki, Robert Schultz, and Edward Benford. The perpetrator went to jail, 
but even Donald Nash could never fully explain why the three men had to die. Their murders had been so senseless, so random. If they'd left work just a few minutes later, they could have gone on to live long and happy lives. Their deaths were the unanticipated fallout of an unrelated professional hit. That hit, in turn, was the fallout of a nonviolent embezzlement scheme. But today, the murdered television technicians can serve as a warning of how easy it is for a small crime to spiral out of control. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. To hear more stories about financial crimes gone wrong, be sure to listen to our series, Con Artists, which explores historical accounts of embezzlement, extortion, and murder. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Angela Jorgensen, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 